Hola comadres and welcome to the Comadriando podcast. My name is Jasmine and this is my podcast where we will talk about all things life, family, work and business, relationships, maybe chisme, de todo pero con un cafecito. Hola comadres and welcome back to the Comadriando podcast. I cannot believe we are on our sixth episode. It's so crazy to me. I still can't even believe I have a freaking podcast. <laughs> Pero aquí estamos. Um, I hope everybody had a great week. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. And today was a crazy day. I'm not going to lie. I had a whole plan of how the day was going to go. And it just did not go. It did not go as planned. I had planned to record this much earlier today. And with it's almost midnight now. And here I am. But. I have looking I have been looking forward to this moment of the day all day. Y pues I am excited about today's episode because we're talking about breaking free from people pleasing tendencies and learning to prioritize self-care and self-love through the B word, okay? Boundaries. Mhm. Boundaries. I think this is a, a pretty important topic, and so let's just get started. So, to get started, some examples of a people pleaser would be someone who regularly takes on extra work, even if they don't have the time or the energy. They often overcommit to plans, responsibilities, or projects. They avoid speaking up for themselves or standing up for themselves and their own needs. And oftentimes, they play off not being fine by saying that they're fine. And they avoid disagreeing with people or voicing their honest opinion. Really, it's going against what you really want by saying yes and trying to please that other person or other people. And I read a really good article somewhere que decía something like, um, people pleasing is a response to fear and trauma. In the way that things were when that person was young or throughout their childhood, in a response to someone like a guardian or a parent being hard to please throughout their childhood and them finding those ways to keep them happy or from getting mad at them. And it also stems from low self-esteem and value, people who feel like they're worth less than others and feel that their needs are not as important. And they don't stand up for themselves enough and they're not aware of what they want and they feel like their only purpose is to help others. And and that's sad. I think it's important to try to practice different ways of self-love and self-care through those boundaries. And I think first, we should think of boundaries as a good thing and one of the top examples of self-love and not as something negative. And really, we need to take the time and slow down, comadre, and think to yourself, is this what you want? Whether it's a text to reply to or how to reply to it, an invitation, a favor being asked of you, or anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, or you just simply don't feel like doing this thing. Whether it's going somewhere, hanging out, being with a specific person, you know, take that time to think about it. And then answer the text or the invite or whatever it is. 
listen to your body and feel the answer that is right for you. If it stresses you out and you're panicking about it and you don't feel right, then you'll know your answer. But don't feel like, oh my God, I have to answer right now tampoco because you don't. And if you make the wrong answer or feel like maybe you were impulsive in saying yes right away or you're like, oh, why did I think, why did I say that? That's not what I want to do. Or you regret it later on. Then just know it's okay to change your mind if we overcommit. It's not the end all be all. No se nos va a acabar el mundo. And we have to reprogram ourselves to think it's okay to say no when it's not authentic or honest to you and what you want or something that just doesn't serve you. Okay? I have definitely caught myself doing this in the past where I find myself super stressed doing something because I already said yes and committed to this several weeks ago and now I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off because I overcommitted to and agreed to bake a seven-tier wedding cake for someone in under three and a half hours and I've never even made a Betty Crocker cake. I'm just kidding about the cake, but you know what I mean. Porque hay rato estamos con que, ay Dios mío, en que me metí, or oh my God, what did I get myself into? And again, it's just so unauthentic to myself and completely goes or went against what I want or needed. I don't need to spread myself thin and commit to something if I don't know if I'm truly going to be able to do it. And, you know, also, one thing is actually being able to help and it coming from you in your heart because you truly care and love that person and know that they would absolutely do the same for you. But be careful with those that know you have a good heart and that you are down to help at any moment and that are only using you and not giving anything in return ever or being there when you need them. And not to say to expect anything in return every time either at all. That's not what I'm saying. But just be careful and identify the differences in those people or situations. You know who those people are. Because people will disrespect and um, step all over our boundaries if we're not even sending them to begin with or respecting our own boundaries. And I have learned too that unfortunately relationships will start to change and shift and some friends or people might, you know, disappear or kind of fall off. And it'll be scary at first to voice your true opinions and or your feelings because you're so used to catering to other people and their feelings. You might feel guilty every time you have to say no in the beginning, but the danger of or the risk of being a people pleaser is that it can leave you feeling so emotionally drained and stressed and burnt out. And that goes with people at work, with your friends or even our families. But the people that love and support you will respect you in your boundaries. And the ones who become defensive or upset are probably those that are the ones using you and benefiting from your kindness and your people-pleasing ways. And now they feel threatened by these new boundaries that you've made. And honestly, comadre, you might really need to look into your inner circle and really assess who's really there for you and for the right reasons. And I talked a little bit about this in our other episode, Fake Friends and Bidiosas. But 
it's very important to be able to distinguish those differences and to remind yourself that you can't be everything to everyone. You can't make everybody happy and that's okay. Another way I like to practice self-love and self-care through boundaries is to have a go-to way out or answer to something that I know I might be asked in the future. For example, I stay pretty busy. I'm an esthetician. I own my business. And my go-to answer to an invite or something is almost always something along the lines of, I'm really busy this week or I'm really busy this month with clients. Let me check my schedule and make sure I can be available on that day or time. And then that gives me the time to and the chance to really think, is this something that I want to do or can do and make that decision from there? But, you know, it also um, allows me to not feel pressured into giving them an answer right then and there and feel pressured to commit to something that I don't want to do or have the capacity for. And I know that it might sound mean, but it's being more mean to ourselves to now be unhappy or resentful because we just went against what we want and now feel forced to go through with this thing or this task. And I remember a few years ago for Thanksgiving, I ended up cooking most of the dinner and I wasn't even hosting. Okay. I did like three or four different sides and like two desserts all by myself. I did like a green bean casserole. We did a mac and cheese. We did, um, well, by we, I mean, I, I did the green bean casserole. I made a homemade mac and cheese. I made, I even made a cranberry sauce from scratch. Like no se que me entro, but <laughs> I, I went all out. Okay. And, um, I did like, a strawberry shortcake thing um i did like no it wasn't a strawberry shortcake it was a pumpkin spice truffle um say say like a parfait or something like that something i thought look i was in my food network chef era and at the time i thought it was really nice that my family was like they've always liked my cooking and you know my baking and my little moments where i'm you know all into all into that but anyways they were like oh my gosh you should make this or oh my god you would make this really good like try this try this so we we did thanksgiving totally different than we normally do but this one year i was doing all these sides and these uh, desserts well i realized getting closer to thanksgiving that i was dreading it i was like oh my god how did i end up with all of this i am i put so much on my plate literally no pun intended but i had so much on my plate and i had so much to do and to cook and to prep and to chop and to cook and bake and i mean everything i was so overwhelmed and i found myself being in the kitchen most of the time by myself it was freaking hot in there too with the ovens and everything going but i kind of felt annoyed and a little resentful because everybody was out there having a good time and like you know hanging out and everything but i felt like i was doing most i was doing most of the work and i just remember not being happy and i was like never again and 
I kind of felt bad for feeling that way too because I thought, you know what, my family loves my cooking and they wanted me to do this and it's going to be great. But then I was like, no, like I'm in the kitchen by myself. Everybody's out there laughing and having a good time. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like tanta risita, pa que tanta risa. And I was like, I was just in a bad mood and it shouldn't have been that way. And I, now it now it's been different every year. Um, everybody brings something and we normally do like tamales, chiles rellenos. Um, this past year I made pozole a couple times and the tres leches. Like I limit, I keep it down to like one or two things the most that I'm making. So, you know, I'm not making everything. My tia makes a really good camote or, um, como se dice, uh, a candied yams. I love her candied yams. Um, my siblings will all bring something and it's so much nicer and easier on everyone that way. And one person isn't stuck in the kitchen all day, sweaty and overwhelmed. But looking back on it now, if there was something I could change, I would have in those days leading up to Thanksgiving that I was starting to feel stressed and starting to dread it. I would have been honest about how I feel. And I would have kindly said, you know what? No, this is a lot for just me. And I don't think I can do all of these. How about maybe we divide some of these up? That way I would have been less stressed and not as pressured to cook all these different dishes while making sure I didn't burn anything. And in that case, no would have been necessary for me and also a good boundary. And I'm sure if I had asked, my family would not have had a problem with it and would have stepped up and helped me. But I guess at the time I felt like I didn't want to disappoint anyone because I had already committed and said, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll cook these dishes. But yeah, also speaking of no, before I forget, I also like to keep my no's as general as possible. If I know that there is something that's an absolute no that I'm feeling, whether it's an invitation or anything, a request then I just say something along the lines of, oh, I have plans or I'm super booked that day, but thank you for thinking of me. It's short, it's polite, and it's simple. And it's also important to know that you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. The more details that you give, I feel like sometimes people try to talk you out of your decision, especially if you've caved in before or maybe you weren't good at setting your boundaries before and it's something that you're trying to get better at and but yeah comadres I hope this was helpful and insightful in some way because these are things that have helped me and that I have really tried working on over the last year or two and I'm still trying to stick to and continue to get better at but with all of that being said, this month is Mental Health Awareness Month and mental health troubles are so real. So let's be true and authentic to ourselves and actually listen to our feelings and understand that saying no to plans or to being around certain people or no to being volunteered or voluntold is okay. And it's okay to change our minds if we've already committed 
to something and it's stressing us out. We need to, like I said, respect our own boundaries and understand that constantly going against them at the expense of our own mental health is not good for us. But, you know, I like to end every episode with a quote or two or three because I can never just pick one. (laughs) But I have a couple for today's episode and topic and that I thought were really good. And the first one is those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And that was by Dr. Seuss. And the other one, I don't know who it's from, but they say no matter what you do, someone is going to disapprove. You can't win them all over. At the end of the day, there's one opinion of you that matters more than the others. Yours. But that's it for today, comadres. A echarle ganas y a ponernos las pilas because we are in our self-love era together and we got this. If you've enjoyed this episode and you're not already, make sure to hit the follow button wherever you're listening to this episode so that you get notified as soon as I upload the next one. You can also find me on Instagram at the Comadriendo Podcast to keep up on what's next. I hope you have an amazing week, comadres, y pues ahí después hablamos. Bye!